Rebecca and her Taylor. Me, Taylor. And this is a ghost emoji, a podcast where we talk about paranormal stuff and cryptids and ghosts and also ramble about random stuff. That basically sums it up. Mm -hmm. So today, Taylor had a brilliant idea and said, because we couldn't come up with anything to talk about this week, she was like, what if we ask each other spooky questions? And I was like, okay, that sounds good. Ow, kitty. (laughs) And then my cat attacked me. It's fine. So that's what we're doing this week. I was going to say, I was like, was there going to be something and then Kitty bit you? No. My my brain is, it's kaput. This last week and then today have just, I'm frazzled. Welcome, welcome to to the nine to five drag. It's, you like swap in consistency for just being really, really tired. All right. So. I'm scared to go first. So, I'm going to go first. I'm going to be Big Brave Becca. Um, that's that's your alliteration for the day. Um, my question to you, Taylor. Actually, first, do you want to hear the question that Cass thought I should ask? Yes. <laughs> she, she was like, I told her some of my ideas and she was like, oh, those are good. Except she's like, my mind goes to a very dark, sinister place. She was like. Like, if we were trapped on an island and there was no food, who do you think would try to eat the other first? And I was like, hmm, that's a nice question. (laughs) Is that a horror question? Or is that just like a a getting to know you like first date question? I don't, Is I hope that's not, unless you're a serial killer or- It's your last date question. (laughs) But okay, so my question to you is- What serial killer or murderer scares you the most and why? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I would probably go with Albert Fish. Yep. Because, I don't know, like, he's got the element of, like, he eats people. And those those people, those people? Those people. Are children. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I know it's very edgy to be like, kids suck, like, whatever, who cares about babies? But at the same time, I'm like, you have to be, like, in a very special place to be able to, like, kill and eat a child. Like, child murder is awful enough, but then you throw in the element of, like, eating them and being sadistic about it. Like, you know, like, writing it out in your confessions, being cool with his parents, knowing, like, what you did to some of these kids, like, just... I don't know. It's just like, if I ran into this guy, like, he would have no problem killing me if he's got no problem killing a little kid. And I feel like he got away with it for such a long time. I guess maybe in that time period, it was easier to get away with murder like that. So maybe he, maybe he wouldn't be smart enough to kill me, but he might. Didn't he have a recipe book? Oh, God, did he? I think so. It was like baby butt was like his favorite thing or something i remember him talking about eating uh boys like butt or something but i i don't know if it was a recipe or if it was just when he was talking about it like in his confessions and being like i hope his parents know how great his uh, butt was i know he would also write letters to the parents and stuff because he was an asshole Mm -hmm. (sighs) but there are so many that are are 
good in a bad way, but he's always like the first one that pops into my brain when I'm just like, man, he is the worst. He is scary. I listened to um, my favorite murder today and I listened to the Dean Coral episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I was up. brutal. And <laughs> when they were like talking about how last podcast on the left went into more detail and that there were like videos and stuff and they were like, we're not going to, we're not going to touch on those. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I felt like that was, theirs was pretty brutal. So I could only imagine like, it's just, it was horrible. That was yeah, horrible. Well, the fact that they've got like video of them, like digging up the bodies. I'm just like, who... I guess I would understand, like, if the police have video of that, but I'm kind of surprised that they released something like that. But then I guess they also have video of the, uh, was it the Memphis Three? Who was it? Um, those three boys that were accused of killing, like, three, like, nine and ten-year-old boys. Oh, right. In, like, Tennessee, I think. But I watched, like, the HBO documentary about that, and the opening scene is just, like, them pulling the bodies like out of the river and i'm just like oh. whoa like they just jump right in there like maybe i didn't want to see that i guess they're like you're on hbo <laughs> you're gonna see lots of things whether you want to or not yeah but i was just surprised because it's i don't know it's just very jarring but yeah no i was kind of like i'm I'm okay with the amount of uh of detail that they gave like maybe if i'm in a different place and I can look at it a little more objectively, but just the sheer number of people that he killed is woof. Woof a doodle. Yeah. Yep. Is that is that your scary scariest serial killer? I think Ted Bundy is honestly scarier because Do you think of him like every time you walk to your car and like some old lady's walking by you? Uh pretty much. <laughs> like I mean you know, a lot of my issue is that like it doesn't occur to me to uh, be on guard all the time. Like I have a real problem with like being polite, even if it's uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thanks to uh, my favorite murder, it's been easier for me to like repeat, like fuck politeness over and over and <laughs> over. But like, it's still just ingrained in me. And I know that had I been in that situation, like Ted Bundy definitely could have, killed me because i definitely would have been like oh i'll help you get your books Mm. so oh you dropped your groceries let me help you yep so he scares me because of just the the likelihood of me being duped by it but and um, the fact that then afterwards like some fangirl would still be like i don't care that he killed becca i still want to marry him yeah i'm gonna send like you know (laughs) Love letters to him in prison. Yeah. Whereas Dean Coral, um, you know, he also, a lot of it was, it was this, what, the 70s and 80s. And so he would lure, you know, kids in by basically being like, hey, come party with us. It'll be cool. I've got candy. Yeah. So, and I, I'm such a, like, weird nerd that I definitely would have been like, nah. <laughs> nah. But, You're not yeah. cool enough. What's your question? Um, my first one is, what is scarier to you, deep space or deep ocean? Deep ocean freaks me out way more than deep space. Ugh. Deep space gives me, like, a sense of wonder. Deep ocean makes me go, like, what's been lurking down there? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Uh, How big is the biggest lobster that's ever lived? Yeah, I just... How much bigger than me is it? I don't feel like we're going to find something, like, cool and sentient that wants to hang out at the bottom of the ocean. I think we're going to find, like, a fucking monster at the bottom of the ocean. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, now you now you gone and done it. Yeah. Every couple million years, y'all come down here and poke me, and I just got to wipe you all out. Yep. Time to start over. You think it's science? It's monsters. Pretty much. No, I do believe in science, but it does freak me out. Just all they're like, you know, when they they start like comparing all these things, they're like, we know as much about like, you know, outer space as we know about the brain. And we know much about like the brain as we do about the deep ocean. And I'm like, do we know anything? No. About anything? Nope. (laughs) Uh, I couldn't. I was asking mainly because like I can't decide. Like, they both freak me out. Because deep space, like, I do get that sense of wonder. But then I also, like, one of the first times I got, like, really afraid when I was a little kid was when they were teaching us about the planets. I think I might have talked about this before. But, like, just learning about it and, like, I don't know, learning about how, like, one day the Earth is going to be swallowed by the sun. Mm, Yeah. And, like, just stuff like that. Or, like, you know, as you get older and you learn about, like space travel and stuff like that and they're like we have to have you know really sturdy outsides because just a small you know piece of debris is gonna be flying at you know thousands and thousands of miles per hour and will you know like pierce the hull of your ship and decapitate you (laughs) a la the expanse (laughs) Mm -hmm. just just stuff like that where i'm like man that's so crazy but i definitely i think about you know as we start to travel farther and farther out like how many people are gonna die (laughs) When we try to, to navigate stuff like that and, like, what are we going to find if we ever, like, crack open one of those, you know, Saturn's moons? Like, what's living in that ocean? See, that scares Under me. the ice. Like, it scares me, the idea of, like, what's inside of other planets' oceans. Yeah. I don't know. Water, That's a good compromise. <laughs> something about water really freaks me out. Uh, nice compromise. I'm scared of the ocean <laughs> on, on other, other planets, planets. <laughs> in deep space. And here. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. Hit me. Um, okay. Would you rather be possessed or would you ha- rather have to deal with uh, a loved one being possessed? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, man. I, my initial thought is I would rather deal with someone else being possessed because I would still be, like, in control of my body. Like, something about having something inside me that's, like, going to be actively hurting, like, people I love would be very upsetting. Mm-hmm. And then the fact, I guess, that I might die from it, either from being, in, like, exercised in- incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, but I don't know, having someone else, like, I have so many nightmares where... It's, like, someone I care about just completely, like, their personality changing and them, like, trying to hurt me. That is scary. I don't know that. And just the fact of, like, I guess it's not as much related to possession, even though I feel like in, in like, classic and, like, portrayals of it, it happens a lot. But, like, things moving, you know, being, like, levitated off the ground. Like, some of my worst um sleep paralysis things have been having like the sensation of like things around me moving and I can't move or um I'll be having a really bad dream and just things are like moving in my room like it seems like it wouldn't be that scary but I guess because it doesn't happen in real life to me very often just the thought of like a chair flying across a room and like smashing into something or like a mirror flying off the wall or whatever 
it's just one of those where like I wake up from a dream and I'm in like a a cold sweat usually because like it'll have happened in the room that I'm in so when I wake up it still has that very real feeling Mm. but I don't know that's tough but I feel like I would I would rather have it be someone else because then I could still control what I do and hopefully get them some help but that's tough yep what about you Uh -uh. (laughs) it's like that's why I'm asking you I don't know (laughs) I don't know (laughs) like at first I was like well maybe it'd be better if I was possessed and then I was like but then what if I like hurt someone that I care about while I'm possessed and then I was like but would I want to want to deal with like Ryan being possessed would I want to deal with a giant six foot man that could definitely overpower me being possessed no so I'm gonna go with me (laughs) (laughs) I just wonder, like, how long it would take for us to notice and be like, God, Becca's really being a turd lately. And you'd be like, ah, your mother sucks <laughs> cocks in hell. <laughs> like, God, Becca's really been been over the top lately. She, she normally doesn't say cock. I'm a little weirded out. Ryan, take her out for bubble tea or something. She <laughs> she needs to, to get out. Tell them to cut the bit. sugar. <laughs> Tell them to cut it in half. Uh, uh, my next one, this one's not as scary, but... Uh oh dang, I've only done one. Mm-hmm. This one's not scary at all. I actually kind of stole it from from Andy when she asked, "Why do co- ghosts wear clothes?" Mm, probably Why do they need clothes? I mean, They're I ghosts. I think they probably only wear clothes if they died and they were wearing clothes. Do you think that are they wearing them or is it a part of like their ghost body? It's part of their ghost body. I mean, that's in movies. I think in real life, I don't think that you have, like, a full-on, like, very visible, like, form. I'm just thinking, is it, like, all one piece? Like, if a ghost tried to, like, take their ghost shirt off, would it just kind of, like, their their hand, like, go through it? Or can they take it off, and then you've got a ghost shirt, and then you have a naked ghost? I don't know. I mean, it. I think... I feel like it depends on whether or not ghost sex is going to happen. (gasps) This isn't Grey's Anatomy. Because if ghost sex is going to happen, they definitely have to be able to take off their clothes. Otherwise, where does the ghost penis or ghost vagina make its appearance? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like if ghosts are going to be doing ghost lovemakings, like, I don't think it's the same as what we're thinking of. Well, if they're doing it with a human... Oh, with a human? With a human. Oh. Ghosts doing it together. I imagine they just, like, walk through each other and they're like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Man, I guess, yeah, if they're, if they're doing it with a human. But then, I mean, they're, they're ghost genitalia. They're non-corporeal. They can go wherever they want. They don't have to worry about clothes. Okay, so here's the real question. Okay. Is there such a thing as ghost jizz? It's ectoplasm, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I guess so. So there's the answer. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a, like a more more philosophical debate, but no, no. I think that's, that's just that. I, you can't expect anything <laughs> philosophical from me. Please. In conclusion, I don't know why ghosts wear clothes. I've also never seen a ghost, but I can dang well tell you if I saw a naked ghost, I would be far more afraid than if I saw a clothed ghost. Yeah, like, I'm more scared of, like, the ghost lady in the tub in The Shining than I am, yep. like, scary, you know, butler man with his clothes on. I just feel like you hear a lot about ghosts being like, it's a lady in a white dress. It's never like, it's a naked lady. 
I mean, I don't know. Just keeping up appearances. And I feel like they could wear anything they want. And yet they, they choose to wear their ghost rags. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, I know that when I'm a ghost, I'm just going to want to wear chains and wander around a la A Christmas Story. Oh, I thought you meant like the people at like Ren Fair. Or that. Like a little chain bikini. No, not like that. I meant okay. like big chains make a lot of noise. I mean, the, the chain mail bikini is kind of makes some noise when you walk around. It's like have like a little bell on. I don't know if a chainmail bikini ghost would scare me or if I would just be like, what the fuck are you wearing? And they'd be like, don't judge me. I'd be like, get out of my house. Put on some clothes. Don't ghost shame me. Bikini shame. Ugh. Living my best afterlife. Are you ready for question number three? Yeah, get me. If you could be summoned Beetlejuice style... Other than your name, what they what three things would people have to chant to summon you? Slash, what ritual would they have to perform? So it's either or. Either or. When you say three things, because it is just one word three times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, not either or, but like either chanting three times or chanting three times and doing a ritual. Like Bloody Mary. Mm. Do you think you'd be more Beetlejuice or Bloody Mary? I'd be more Bloody Mary, I think. Probably. I'm trying to think of which one of those annoying ones I would want to be. Hmm. I feel like you would have to, like, build a shelf. <laughs> while and then wearing... let the shelf fall on top of you. Yes, let the shelf fall on top of you. You have to be dressed in all black. Yeah, and, and the black has to match. The black has to match. It has to be the same blacks. And... Uh, well, but what, what would they say three times? Alan Wrench, Alan Wrench, Alan Wrench. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll like, I'll pull it off of you and be like, Ugh, why didn't you secure this properly to the wall? <laughs> and then they have to, the scary part is they have to listen to you like correct lecture them, them and lecture them for an hour and a half. Home improvement safety. How do they get rid of you, though? How do they get rid of me? Ooh. Do they have to redo the shelf, like, from start to beginning? Like, take it apart and then put it back together and say something else? Uh, you have to turn on an episode of The Simpsons. (laughs) She'll (laughs) leave. And then I'll be sucked into the television. I'll become part of The Simpsons, and that's my hell. Uh, perfect. Just being stuck in The Simpsons (laughs) and being like, I don't get it! (laughs) It's just not funny to me. I know people like it. Uh, so perfect. I don't understand. That was, that was good. That would be me. Okay. Um, my third question is, what's your favorite horror medium? I'm going to say that again because all my words are going together. <laughs> what's your favorite horror medium besides movies? Like horror video games, scary podcasts, comics. What's what's your poison other than movies? I would say scary books. What's your favorite scariest book? Mm, probably The nope. Shining. Shining is pretty scary. It spooked me good. I think the part that scared me the most in it was the, and it seems really stupid looking back on it, but the part with the topiary animals where like 
as they're like walking back up into the building and every time they turn around they're like a little bit closer yeah it just kind of gave me that like weeping angels kind of vibe shiver yeah i didn't expect it to scare me i just remember like it was a summer between college and i was in my and i was in my like little office bedroom my mom's office because my bedroom went bye-bye when i went to college and I was just reading it in the middle of the night and I just had to stop. Like, normally stuff like that doesn't freak me out, but the house just seemed, like, way too quiet. And I was having a really easy time visualizing it. And I was just like, I can't. I can't. I feel like when I close my eyes, I'm going to wake them up and there's going to be, like, a topiary lion, like, sticking its head inside my room. <laughs> and Oof. if I close my eyes again, it's going to get a little closer. And if I go under the bed, it's just going to plain old eat me. Spoopy. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Spoopy. But no, but that one's very good. There's a lot of really good horror books. Mm-hmm. A lot of really bad ones, but also a lot of very good ones. Yeah, a lot of really bad ones. <laughs> I really like a good horror video game just because it's kind of like interactive. Yeah, I like horror video games. I don't like playing them, but I do like watching them. It is tough, though, because there are a lot of tropes. And I'm like, if it's just all jump scares and stuff like that, that doesn't scare me as mm-hmm. much as, as just, I don't know. Especially games that like end up Kind of like a lot of horror movies do where you don't, you don't win. Yeah. I think that's why I like um, horror novels is because a lot of the time there really aren't jump scares at all. And so there aren't a lot of Mm -hmm. cheap thrills at all. It's more, um, there's a lot more like sinister things happening, uh, moving parts. It's harder to get creeped out, but when you do, it's very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I just really like horror, like, novels. I really like... I haven't I haven't read very many other people that I've enjoyed as much, so I feel like I can't say comics entirely, but I love Junji Ito. Oh, yeah, that's really good, too. Because it's got, like, such a good combination of just, like, you know, kind of like the not, like, the storytelling aspects, and it's not interactive like a video game, but you still get, like, that visual part of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his stories just, like, creep me out. And, you know, some of them can be a little bit violent or gory, but a lot of them are just, like, bizarre. But I haven't found many other, like, horror mangas or comics that that I can get that from. So I feel like, I guess I'm picking video games just because I, like, know more examples. But if you've never read Junji Ito and you like being scared and you like scary art, it's very good. It's mm-hmm. very, very good. Mm. Yeah, Ryan's been expanding his collection. I know. I see them on the, the shelf whenever I come over, and I'm just like, hmm. 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 They're good. They're spooky. They're so big. They are. They're large, large graphic novels. Have you ever seen the movie Uzumaki? Mm-mm. It's not very good. Damn it. I know. The guy who plays, like, the main dude is, like, he's very cute in, like, a nerdy way, and I could appreciate that, but just didn't get the same feeling, like, the the special effects they use for, like, when they do, like, the big hair battle and stuff like that was mm-hmm. just very, very cheesy. <laughs> Sadly, things like that often just don't work in, like, other mediums. Mm-hmm. It's too bad, Maybe if they'd though. done it as an anime instead of a live-action movie. Oh, yeah, that probably would have worked way better. And you would have been able to, like, keep his style, which is very, like, good and 
Iconic. Effective. Yeah, and iconic. Well, that's the last of my questions. Same. Cass gave me one that's, um, what's the worst thing that could be under your bed? Ooh. Which is good. It's a good one. Tuna. (laughs) Rotting tuna. Old tuna. Ew. That would be really bad. Ants. I think the worst thing that can be under your bed is that guy who licks your hand and pretends to be your dog because he killed your dog. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's, yeah. That's. Mm-hmm. That's why you should just get a platform bed that's flush to the floor because nothing can be <laughs> under there. Yeah, there's there's no room for you under there unless there still is and then that's even worse. There's a portal to hell. <laughs> You're just like an entirely flat man. Oh, God, I hate that. Why did you say that? That's the worst thing that can be under your bed. I'm the master of horror. An entirely flat man. He's just flat. He's like the guy in uh, at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit when he gets run over by the steamroller. That's It's him. Ugh. Ugh. But I would say that or um, there's one part. It's I I could not tell you if I ever watched a full episode of Married with Children when I was little. But there was definitely one, like, random episode that actually had, like, a to-be-continued at the end. And it ended with, like, someone with an axe or a sword or something, like, sticking a knife up through, like, the middle of the bed. And neither of them got stabbed. But ever since that happened, I just constantly think about, like, something stabbing up through my bed, like, someone's underneath there. Being shot through the floor when I lived in apartments, I was always scared if we were too loud that the person living below me would be some kind of maniac and shoot me through the floor. So I'd be like, do you think he knows where my head is when I'm laying in my bed? Maybe I'll just sleep with my my head at the other end of the bed. And joke's on him, he's just going to blow off my foot. They never did that. Unless he thinks he's aiming at your foot as a warning, but he actually gets Oh no! Becca, no! You're welcome. (laughs) I just undid all of that that Ugh. mental. Uh, Whatever. I'm I'm in a house jumping. now. I'm on the I'm on the first floor. Unless someone's dug out some sort of thing trap under door your house. underneath my bed. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, they probably haven't. the The ground here it's got a lot of clay in it. It's very hard to be underground in North Texas. It's true. So much clay. So much. <laughs> Any other bonus questions? Anything Cass had? We'll take bonuses. Uh, nope. That's it. Those were both very good, though. Mm-hmm. What was her first question? Uh, which of us would try to eat the other first on a island with no food? Oh, that's too real. Yeah, I know. I was like, I, I mean, if there's no food, I was like, whoever kills the other person just has to live with the fact that they're only going to live a short amount of time after their best friend that they murdered. So why not just kill yourself? Like, I would just be like, I tell you what, I'm going to kill myself. You can eat my di- my flesh. I wouldn't want to, though. Like, even if you were like, I'm offering myself as, you know. Well, I would already be dead. I'd, I'd have killed I know, myself. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I even if you did that, she'll be like, okay, well, you can just eat me. I'd be like, I can't. I can't. Well, we can go out together then. It'll be fun. I don't want to go out, though. Can we just like, eat some fishies? I, apparently there's no fish. Can we stick like a straw in a coconut and just make it into a tropical island vacation? I mean, that's what I would hope. But I mean, whatever this island is, it's maybe like an island full of glass. I don't know. There's no water, no coconuts, nothing. It's all sand. Yep. 
I thought maybe she was going to have something insidious to say, like, I would definitely eat you first. But instead, she was like, no, I definitely wouldn't be able to eat you. (laughs) I was like, I definitely wouldn't be able to eat you either. No, I feel like it would just be a stalemate and we would just both end up dying. Yep. And then people would be like, why didn't they just eat each other? And I'd be like, why don't you just eat me? Like, I, it's, it's not that simple. Well, that, and it's sort of like... uh, the other one's not going to live that much longer after they eat the other person. Like, it's not like that's a never-ending amount of food. You know what I mean? I don't know how to prepare Becca. I don't know. I mean, that and you don't have a fridge. You don't have mm-hmm. any way to, like, freeze to save. You know, I'll say you guess you got, like, salt from the ocean. You could do, like, a like a saltwater taffy Becca meat. Ugh. You could dig a jerky. Ugh. I don't want to eat that, though. You're my friend. Huh? Huh? <laughs> ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? That's that's all I got. I had bonus round questions. I know. You you contributed You contributed so much. I'm proud of you. Cass. Thanks, Cass. T. Hanks, Cass. She can be our shout-out this week. You're our shout-out. Come on, give her a proper shout-out. Thanks, Cass. You're the best. I love you so much. Thanks for listening to our, our podcast and not getting mad that I haven't been helping with our podcast as much because I've been busy. You're a good friend. Also, I'm glad you didn't want to eat me because I didn't want to eat you either. <laughs> See, that was a good shout out. Woot woot. Woot woot. Also, we got we got a couple more uh, reviews on our iTunes. We I can't did? believe it. Yeah, we have like eight now. From who? I don't know. A lot of them are just numbers. They don't have any names or anything, which is too bad because I want to be able to say thank you. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. Did they say stuff? No, the rest of them were just um, just stars. There's the one that has like lacrosse in the title and says that we're cool. And I can't decide if that one's Jordan or Kennedy. Because mm. <laughs> it's like college lacrosse one, two, three or something like that. Hmm. But... Either one, I, I appreciate. But yeah, it's just nice because they're so far all the ones I've seen were all five stars, so it's, it's making that one star go go a little little bit smaller, a little less painful. Get bent one star. <laughs> no, shh, Becca, they're going to call their Get one bent. star army. No! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it. Should I leave the burp in or not? Yeah, leave it in. Leave it in. I don't care. This is me. I'm being Becca. I don't care. F it. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. Oh, Kitty's here too. Hello, Kitty. You here to see us off? Everybody say bye-bye to Kitty. Bye-bye, Kitty. Bye-bye, Kitty. If you want to follow us, we're on Twitter at Ghost Emoji Show. If you want to leave us a review, we always love them and they make us very happy and we don't cry as much at night. Unless they're and- a one, and then I'm going to tell you to get bent. Yeah, she will. I've seen it. Get bent. <laughs> she she'll never stop. She says it so much. That's get, how you summon Becca. Get bent. Get bent. Get bent. Get bent. Actually, it would be more like deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> how do they get rid of you? They just have to like smash their phone, just throw it on the ground. No. How would they get rid of me? Uh, oh, all they'd have to do is start playing, fucking <sighs> drops of Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a train, like, bursts up out of the ground and swallows <laughs> you up and then pulls you back down like a sandworm. <laughs> Pretty much. 
you just have to play train and I will I will <laughs> get sucked back into hell. Oh. You got anything else? Nope. Cool. Alright. Bye bye kitty. I wish she would meow. I know she's just she's just making her little pigeon noises. That's not helpful, kitty. I know. She's very tired. Oh. What a good baby. She's a very good baby. Anyways, stay spooky. Bye-bye. Yeah, stay spooky. Bye-bye.